Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founder's Bible, and it is a New American Standard Bible. It includes historical documents from the Founder's Era, and you can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy today if you'd like to follow along, and you can find that at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 117, and if this is your first time here on the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you clicked on it, that you wanted to check it out, and see what is going on over here on the Move Forth with Grace podcast. This is a place where we are reading the Bible in a year, and you can absolutely continue from this episode and go to the end of the year with all of us, or you can go ahead and stop this episode right now and go to day one and let today literally be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. It doesn't matter how you go about it. And you know what? Even if you're here for just today, I'm just so glad that you're here and that you're getting into the word and taking a moment to be in God's presence. So welcome. So today we are going to be reading Proverbs 19 through 21, Psalm 40, and Romans 16. Proverbs chapter 19, on life and conduct. Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than he who is perverse in speech and is a fool. Also, it is not good for a person to be without knowledge, and he who hurries his footsteps errs. The foolishness of man ruins his way, and his heart rages against the Lord. Wealth adds many friends, but a poor man is separated from his friend. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who tells lies will not escape. Many will seek the favor of a generous man, and every man is a friend to him who gives gifts. All the brothers of a poor man hate him. How much more do his friends abandon him? He pursues them with words, but they are gone. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who tells lies will perish. Luxury is not fitting for a fool, much less for a slave to rule over princes. A man's discretion makes him slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook a transgression. The king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish son is destruction to his father. And the contentions of a wife are a constant dripping. House and wealth are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Laziness casts into deep sleep, and an idle man will suffer hunger. He who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is careless of conduct will die. One who is gracious to a poor man lends to the Lord, and he will repay him for his good deed. 
Discipline your son while there is hope, and do not desire his death. A man of great anger will bear the penalty, for if you rescue him, you will only have to do it again. Listen to counsel and accept discipline, that you may be wise the rest of your days. Many plans are in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. What is desirable in a man is his kindness, and it is better to be a poor man than a liar. The fear of the Lord leads to life, so that one may sleep satisfied, untouched by evil. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish, but will not even bring it back to his mouth. Strike a scoffer, and the naive may become shrewd, but reprove one who has understanding, and he will gain knowledge. He who assaults his father and drives his mother away is a shameful and disgraceful son. Cease listening, my son, to discipline, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. A rascally witness makes a mockery of justice, and the mouth of the wicked spreads iniquity. Judgments are prepared for scoffers, and blows for the black of for the back of fools. On Life and Conduct, Chapter Twenty. Wine is a mocker, strong drink is a strong drink a brawler, and whoever is intoxicated by it is not wise. The terror of a king is like the growling of a lion. He who provokes him to anger forfeits his own life. Keeping away from strife is an honor for a man, but any fool will quarrel. The sluggard does not plow after the autumn, so he, be- so he begs during the harvest and has nothing. A plan in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding draws it out. Many a man proclaims his own loyalty, but who can find a trustworthy man? A righteous man who walks in his integrity. How blessed are his sons after him. A king who sits on the throne of justice disperse all disperses all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have cleansed my heart, I am pure from my sin? Differing weights and differing measures, both of them are abominable to the Lord. It is by his deeds that a lad distinguishes himself. If his conduct is pure and right, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made both of them. Do not love sleep or you will become poor. Open your eyes and you will be satisfied with food. Bad, bad, says the buyer, but when he goes his way, then he boasts. There is gold and an an abundance of jewels, but the lips of knowledge are a more precious thing. Take his garment when he becomes surety for a stranger. And for, and for foreigners, hold him in pledge. Bread obtained by falsehood is sweet to man, but afterward his mouth will be filled with gravel. Prepare plans by consultation and make war by wise guidance. He who goes about as a slanderer reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with a gossip. He who curses his father or his mother, his lamp will go out in time of darkness. An inheritance gained hurriedly at the beginning will not be blessed in the end. Do not say, I will repay evil. Wait for the Lord, and he will save you. Differing weights are an abomination to the Lord, and a false scale is not good. Man's steps are ordained by the Lord. How then can man understand this way? It is a trap for a man to say rashly, it is holy, and after the vows to make inquiry. A wise king winnows the wicked and drives the threshing wheel over them. The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the innermost parts of his being. Loyalty and truth preserve the king, and he upholds his throne by righteousness. The glory of young men is their strength, and the honor of old men is their gray hair. Stripes that would scour away evil, and strokes reach the innermost parts. On Life and Conduct, Chapter 21 
The king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it whenever he wishes, wherever he wishes. Every man's way is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the hearts. To do righteousness and justice is desired by the Lord more than sacrifice. Haughty eyes and a proud heart, the lamp of the wicked, is sin. The plans of the diligent lead surely to advantage, but everyone who is hasty comes surely to poverty. The acquisition of treasures by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor, the pursuit of death. The violence of the wicked will drag them away, because they refuse to act with justice. The way of a guilty man is crooked, that as for the pure, his conduct is upright. It is better to live in a corner of a roof than in a house shared with a contentious woman. The soul of the wicked desires evil. His neighbor finds no favor in his eyes. When the scoffer is punished, the naive becomes wise, but when the wise is instructed, he receives knowledge. The righteous one considers the house of the wicked, turning the wicked to ruin. He who shuts his ear to the cry of the poor will also cry himself and not be answered. A gift in secret subdues anger, and a bribe in the bosom strong wrath. The exercise of justice is joy for the righteous, but is terror to the workers of iniquity. A man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. He who loves pleasure will become a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not become rich. The wicked is a ransom for the righteous, and the treacherous is in the place of the upright. It is better to live in a desert land than with a contentious and vexing woman. There is precious treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man swallows it up. He who pursues righteousness and loyalty finds life, righteousness, and honor. A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. He who guards his mouth and his tongue guards his soul from troubles. Proud, haughty, scoffer are his names, who acts with insolent pride. The desire of the sluggard puts him to death, for his hands refuse to work. All day long he is craving while the righteous gives and does not hold back. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination, how much more when he brings it with evil intent. A false witness will perish, but the man who listens to the truth will speak forever. A wicked man displays a bold face, but as for the upright, he makes his way sure. There is no wisdom and no understanding and no counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory belongs to the Lord. Psalm 40. God sustains his servant. For the choir director, a psalm of David. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of the pit of destruction, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon rock, making my footsteps firm. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. How blessed is the man who has made the Lord his trust and has not turned to the proud nor to those who lapse into falsehood. Many, O Lord my God, are the wonders which you have done, and your thoughts toward us. There is none to compare with you. If I would declare and speak of them, they would be too numerous to count. Sacrifice and meal offering you have not desired. My ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Behold, I come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me, I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. 
I have proclaimed glad tidings of righteousness in the great congregation. Behold, I will not restrain my lips, O Lord, you know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your loving kindness and your truth from the great congregation. You, O Lord, will not withhold your compassion from me. Your loving kindness and your truth will continually preserve me. For evils beyond number have surrounded me. My iniquities have overtaken me so that I am not able to see. There are, they are more numerous than the hairs on, of my head, and my heart has failed me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. Let those be ashamed and humiliated together who seek my life to destroy it. Let those be turned back and dishonored who delight in my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, Aha, aha. Let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation say continually, The Lord is mag- be magnified. Since I am afflicted and needy, let the Lord be mindful of me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O oh my God. Romans chapter 16. Greetings and love expressed. I commend to you, O sister Phoebe, who is a servant of the church which is at Sincrea, that you receive her in the Lord in a manner worthy of the saints, and that you help her in whatever matter she may have need of you. For she herself has also been a helper of many, and of myself as well. Greet Prissa and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who for my life risked their own necks, to whom not only do I give thanks, but also all of the churches of the Gentiles also greet the church that is in their house. Greet Epenetus, my beloved, who is the first convert to Christ from Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junius, my kinsmen and my fellow prisoners, who are outstanding among the, among the apostles, who also were in Christ before me. Greet Ampliatus, my beloved in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and Stachis, my beloved. Greet Apelles, the approved in Christ. Greet those who are of the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodion, my kinsman. Greet those of the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, workers in the Lord. Greet Persis, the beloved, who has worked hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, a choice man in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brethren with them. Greet Philologus and Julia, Nerus and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. Now I urge you, brethren, keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrances contrary to the teaching which you learned, and turn away from them. For such men are slaves, not of our Lord Christ, but of their own appetites, and by their smooth and flattering speech they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. For the report of your obedience has reached to all, therefore I am rejoicing, rejoicing over you. But I want you to be wise in what is good and innocent in what is evil. 
The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you, and so do Lucius and Jason and Sisypater, my kinsmen. I, Tertius, who write this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, host to me and to the whole church, greets you. Erastus, the city treasurer, greets you. And Cordus, the brother, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which has been kept secret for long ages past, but now is manifested and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the eternal God, has been made known to all the nations leading to obedience of faith to the only wise God through Jesus Christ be the glory forever. Amen. And those are our readings today. Yet another nourishing day in the word. I love these verses and words and just, I just feel so filled. My soul feels filled and I hope that yours does too. Yours does also. Let's go ahead and say our prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for yet another nourishing day in your word. It is so crucial for our mind and for our bodies and souls. And it is the only thing that we need. And we are just so grateful to have it right here in this one book. It's amazing. And truly, it is yet another day of awe. I say this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here. Please continue to share this with people in your life. I really appreciate it. And I know that they will and you will too. It is transformative being in the Bible as often as possible. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.